0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Web Buzz Podcast, the podcast that has taken a major, major hiatus, but it's all for the better. I want to welcome back my my co-host, my sidekick, the Google Nader himself, Mister
1: Roger Valdez. What's going on, my man? Going good, man. Going good. It's great to be back. I'll be I'll be honest. Uh, I think we we're talking about this backstage. It's been a while, um, but you know what? It was a much needed kind of rest, uh, regroup get some ideas going. And I mean, what we have planned for the upcoming months, um, is going to be awesome. Especially this first one, this first one's fire, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited Absolutely. to get rolling on this one.
0: I, I have a question though, before we get going, sure. how much did you practice or rehearse yesterday, today? How nervous were you leading into, do you even remember how to podcast?
1: <laughs> I'm going to be honest, how nervous and how much I prepped was probably, uh, probably the the 5 minutes before this.
0: <laughs> awesome. That means but, uh, <laughs> That means folks all those other episodes didn't go to waste. We actually got Roger into a podcaster role. And it's stuck. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You know what? I, yeah, one of the things I I think I can throw out there a lot of us uh do have that that camera fear that uh audio feel just putting content out there just your thoughts, right? And um that's one thing I think last year was uh, a big uh, milestone for myself. So I got to give, give kudos to Sean <laughs> pushing me in that direction. And, and now we can hop on. And you know what? When you're uh, pretty much kind of, a uh, and you know you see yourself at the point where you're an expert in your space, you can feel confident enough to put some information out there. So we always kind of push our clients to get out there because that's how you build uh, your authority and your markets, right? Whatever you're doing, um, there's nothing wrong with that. When you know uh, somewhat what you're doing, Uh, You've done the research. You have the education behind it. Why not, right? Absolutely. Now, the next thing that we have to work on is his background. The background. So I went to all white. (laughs) we just got to add some uh, color pop. That's it. Yes, I have a a nice screen coming up here so I can have something on there next time. So that's going to be something to look out for for the next podcast. Um, What's going to be behind Roger's (laughs) wall here? Awesome. Well, today, as Roger said, folks, we got a fire
0: episode for you guys. We got two of our, I'll play favoritism here, two of probably my favorite clients right now in the moment uh, on the show with us. And I I say that because they've really become, they've gone from this transition of being our clients to what I would actually say is more kind of like family, friend, right? Really close um, relationship. We spent some time earlier this year, in Houston with them while we were at an event. We got to know them even better. They've been out here to LA to the office and I, I'm excited because, and I don't want to give too much away just yet, but they've seen some massive growth just in the last handful of weeks. And it's because of a lot of the stuff that Roger and I spent a lot of uh, earlier part of this year, late last year, talking about, they took action. And now the the fruits of that action are starting to kind of come to the surface. So. Anything you want to share before we get diving into today's show?
1: Yeah, no, no. no. I, I'm, I'm going to go in the same direction you were going in regards to this, this duo, right? Um, that uh, they've kind of become almost like family. It, it feels that way. So uh, internally with our company, that's been always uh, company culture, how we build internally, and how we try to express ourselves and help our clients and build them almost like a community, but also family, right? Really care about The results, where they're going, and we all grow together. But this this duo, this this group, um, this company, I mean they've they've followed you know they trusted the process, and that's something we push on on a lot when we both when you come into uh, one of our levels of uh, packages or services that we offer. But then there's a lot of education behind it on what you should be doing next, right? And this Mm -hmm. particular company has followed those steps step by step, and it's taken a little bit to get to where they're going, but you can't start at the top, right? You got to work yourself there. And I think uh, right now we're kind of reaping those, those rewards of all that work that has been putting out there. So yeah, excited to bring them on and kind of talk a little bit more about it. Absolutely. So with that folks, let's go ahead and get into today's show.
0: Welcome to the web buzz podcast, your home for all digital marketing buzz from the trends, hacks, and updates all around the web welcome your hosts sean tiberio and roger valdez first reactions it's the first time you saw the new video
1: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that is pretty cool i'm gonna have to give uh, a shout out to our to our video guy um tomorrow he's done a good job he's been with us for a while and he's starting to get to know kind of like the brand really good yes, and what we is. like so
0: yep love it All right. Uh, Well, before we introduce our our guests, I do want to say today's show is brought to you guys by Leadvault CRM. It is our marketing platform that Roger and I have put our blood, sweat and tears into and hands down what I think is probably one of the best automated marketing systems, CRMs out there in the real estate space. So if you're a real estate investor and you're looking for a good CRM, Leadvault CRM is a Great option. And the two guests that we have on today, they'll probably say some good things about it because I know they're loving using it. So our guest today is none other than the dynamic father-son duo from Ohana Legacy Properties out of the Houston, Texas market. A market that probably is gonna be flooded out and you know, just a chain of, of islands in the near, you know, 50 years, but currently. They are rocking it, helping the Houston area, uh, and I'll, I'll let them get into more specific on what they focus on. But I want to bring on Chris and Sal. Can you guys hear us? If you can, welcome. Hey,
2: hi everybody! What's going on, guys? Great! Oh, to I see love you. that intro, man.
0: I'm <laughs> pretty dynamic. Did it? Did it pump you up? You it, yeah, I'm
2: ready.
3: I did three backflips behind my chair before. It. Oh yeah!
0: <laughs> so, in case you guys don't know, Chris is a uh, very athletic weightlifter. We'll call it that. I don't. I don't even want to call you powerlifter because I think you could power through even more than that. But uh, yeah. I think I saw you back there. Yeah, or something.
3: <laughs> I, you know, I can't wait until we get uh, an office gym, right?
0: Awesome. Well, guys, get us going here. Tell everybody, you guys can kind of decide who wants to to answer each of these different questions, but give us a little backstory. Who is Ohana Legacy Properties? Who's Chris and Sal? What is it that you guys kind of do? Who do you focus on helping in the real estate space? Give us a little backstory.
2: Okay. Um, well, uh, Chris and I are father and son. Uh, we, live in, we live in Houston, and uh, I had a very successful career in the corporate world, you know like most people do and uh, after six months got bored and decided we needed to do something uh, to keep me busy and, and also to keep uh, you know provide for, provide for everyone else. Um, and we sat around the table, decided we needed to get specific training. when we sat around and talked about what we're gonna call this company, uh, Chris and my daughter came up with this Ohana thing because it means family. No one gets forgotten or left behind. And I thought it was great. Uh, So that's how we use it. But everyone thinks we're Hawaiian. So we have to always (laughs) say, no, we're not Hawaiian. We're actually Italian and we live in Houston. Let's not explain that. Let's go from there. Um, But um, the thing we did, we got some real strong formalized training, similar to what Sean and Roger did with actually the same group. And, you know, um, but that group only could take us so far. And we, we reached that point pretty quickly, uh, probably within a year. Uh, and we knew we had to do something different. Um, and we we met up with the TRC folks and the REI Toolbox guys, really liked what they had to say. And we, we joined in and... Um, you know, at first we we're like, oh my God, I hope we're doing the right thing. But we were, we we know we're doing the right thing. And we have told them always we're in, we're in because we know, quite frankly, we couldn't keep doing what we were doing before. Because before we were, we hit a brick wall, we were done. Uh, No one knew who we were. Um, Our website sat there and just collected dust. Um, You know, we, when, when Sean and Roger came in and started talking to us, they were pretty direct and said, you got to change everything from the business cards <laughs> to the website to, to this. And, 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 and after we got off the first few phone calls, we were shaking our heads going, Oh my God, how much work we've got. But, um, that's, that's how we moved forward. And even from then, and I'll let Chris uh, step in, even from then we got, we got off the, off the ground with Sean and Roger, but then we had to take the next step, and we didn't really know until we we really paid attention to the workshops that these guys put on, uh, the training that they were doing. I mean, not that everything was per- not that everything was perfect, but we listened, we took notes, we 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 after the call we debriefed together, and we said, what is it that we need to do? And we really didn't know a lot about that, about shrinking down and really focusing in until uh, several months ago. And I'll let, I'll let Chris fill in on that. But Sean and Roger were very influential to us, especially when they came to Houston. They were, they were working with another group of people, and they took the time to sit down with us in between drinks you know, in between cocktails, and I
0: think I have a I think I have a picture it's of of Chris holding the drink for Roger so that Roger can work on the website while yes. Chris lets him still drink. That's right. Absolutely. That was
2: that, so was, that, that was, was the teamwork great. that we found <laughs> between the four of us, and that's when we realized we were we were family, and then we you know. And as the night went on, we started telling a lot of lies about each other, and we started really starting to believe everything. And that's how the the close relationship started. But it was at that point in March where things really started to shift, where they made us a marketing machine as opposed to just being out there. So, Chris, I'm going to let you. You know, well, I'll 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 stop at that point.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean that that covers the base. So basically. Like my dad was saying, um, there was a time where he was retired and uh, didn't know what to do, and I was personal training for ten years in school and uh, heard a heard a commercial on the radio. I'm sure a lot of listeners or or people have heard about that uh, that particular commercial that comes on and says, "Hey, I am." I'm just gonna say it right, Dan Merrill's commercial, and we're like, "Cool, let's get started. Let's go to the three day free workshop. It's free, right? Cool. We go in." Ah! get there. They're like, oh, we're going to give you a little bit and then later trail you on until the big package. So we put the big package in, you know, like how the story goes. And we are a year in and COVID hits right when it, when it hits. And we, we have a website. We're doing as much direct marriage <clears throat> as we know how to do for as many different avatars as we know how to do. We're doing everything everywhere. It, it was a mess. It really was a mess. And we didn't have a system. Um, we could we could talk to people, we could sell, but we just didn't have a system. And so my dad had found Sean and Roger, lo and behold, through social media somehow, ended up having a consultation call. And um, the first six months, I was on those calls like a deer in the headlines. I don't know what the hell they were talking about. They were speaking <laughs> some alien language, especially Roger. I, I had to Google what SEO meant. I had no clue. I, <laughs> literally, I, I was talking to my fiance. And I was like, what is SEO? Do you know? She goes, no, let me Google it, SEO. So I had to, you know, we we stuck around. And we were like, these guys are very, very intelligent. They know what they're doing. They have a process. And most importantly, I've always said this, and, and uh, they know when I'm a person. They, they really care, really, really do care about your success. So we saw that, and, you know, we put in the work. We said, let's give it a shot. And it took up, uh, you know, we we got we got along for a few months, and it took up until a trip that we took in LA um, a few months back. When was that, guys? I can't remember. June, June, in June, right?
0: Yeah, it was- yeah. So
3: we we went to that trip, and it was a great trip because it got to dissect every single part of our website and our SEO campaigns and our marketing. After that, we come in, we implemented everything possible that we possibly could. worked at late hours long days and it's finally started to pay off because there was a time for three years we were not you know where we told we could be by uh the group that we originally started with so you know I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more but we've started to finally yield results we've started to finally after all the work and the videos and me being red and shy on camera we finally have some stuff going for us and it's been it's been an awesome ride and uh
2: you know, it's funny. It's funny because we'd be on these, on these, uh, these programs with Sean and Roger. And then, you know, we'd get on mute and I turn around and look at him and say, did you understand what they said? And I said, no. I said, oh my God. I said, I'm lost, you know? And and that was at the beginning. But the good news is through text messages, through phone conversations, Sean and Roger were able, I said, look, dumb this down, man. I, I, I just don't understand. And yeah. You know, even to this point, you know, we got a separate grease board, whiteboard, so that I can do do uh, you know diagrams of what an SEO is and what a lead magnet is, and so I can understand it. So, um, but they helped us decide hmm. that we were, I, I what the right word? You can play in a big pond with everybody else and catch one or two fish, or do you go to a smaller pond? When Catch no them. one else is, not a lot of people are fishing and decide what, you know, get those things. The beauty of what's happening now, and I, I know you guys have some questions, but we were talking about this because we were just came back from a, a two-hour round trip to look at a house this morning. And one of the things we said is... On one of the islands. Like Yeah, uh-huh. on one of the islands Sean was talking about, Um uh, is that the good news is we don't get a lot of leads now, but... The leads are qualified because they're searching for us.
0: Hold yeah. on, I got I got something for that comment right there.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was gold. Qualified leads,
2: qualified not just leads, leads, and 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 actually, uh, <laughs> the one this morning, as far you know one of the techniques that we learned is, is it's, it's not just all texting. It's not just all emails. It's not just all direct mail. It's, and Sean and Roger have told us this it's a combination of everything. And and the reasons behind that's different. So, uh, I know Roger makes, uh, Sean makes a lot of fun of my pens and my sticky notepads and that's the old pharmaceutical way, but you know what? We We don't laugh about this. The lead we went to this morning. Yeah, there you go. Hey, there it is.
0: Roger's even carrying your pen. Look at that.
2: <laughs> just a quick story. Uh, we get a phone call. We just filled out a contract for one one particular house that we got a lead on. And then we get a phone call through the lead vault. And actually, it's on lead vault right now, and it's recorded. So I would love for you two guys to listen to it. Uh, uh, but it's it's the guy says, hey, I, I got to sell my house. I said, okay. you know," And I'm thinking... You know, I don't know what he's thinking. I said, "Okay, very good. Tell me about it." We went through the conversation. I said, "How did you how did you find us?" Learn that again from Sean and Roger. You know, how did you find us? And so I'm waiting for him to say he went through the website and everything else. He didn't do that. Get ready, Sean. He said he went to one of these uh, real estate online services to get a price for this house. They sent him a contract. He sent the contract to his lawyer. His lawyer looked at it, put a sticky notepad on it, said it the contract's okay. The guy got it back, and guess whose sticky notepad it was? No. It was yep. It no. Was, yep. <laughs> you don't know about it. It was ours. And he said, "Let me call these guys on on this number," and we just went to the house, and we're gonna we're gonna put an offer in. So, so he okay. never signed.
0: He never signed the contract. Attorney says it's okay. Attorney uses your notepad to write yeah, this note which
2: i sent out because of you guys saying you know send some stuff out and i sent a packet with notepads and sticky notepads and pens all and right hold I, on. not only we have that but we got a lead for for a lawyer because i'm going to call him and say hey thanks a lot you don't know what you just did for us no no but no I no no. You know what we do you
0: know you're not going to call him and do that after you close this deal you're going to just randomly send this guy a check <laughs> with a with a little monetary donation as a referral payment
2: right right i mean that's that what happened, you're gonna do. that that's happened right. uh thursday you know wednesday night right right after your call right after the wednesday call and i was dying to tell you guys this the other day but i just you know i called chris i said you are not going to believe what just happened. I got it. I'm going to rub this in Sean's face because he he thought that sticky notepad stuff was crazy.
0: (laughs) That deserves the drop.
2: Uh, Talk talk about qualified (laughs) leads.
0: Oh, man, I love, man. You just threw the whole show into a completely different spiral. It it, uh, was nuts. It was nuts. I am coming back to that, but uh, before I know I've got a shit ton of questions to ask yes. and I could hog this whole entire episode, but, and Roger, Roger's terrible. at kind of cut me off. He always stays polite and quiet in the background. And he did that the whole time we were gone on trail folks. He, By the way, this it is was it. always quiet in the background. Here it is. But, it even
2: has the wrong number.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he still got to us.
0: <laughs> but Roger, what do you, what do you got for these guys to get us going here?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I'm kind of like you, man. It's like, uh, they just kind of uncovered so much right there. Um, But it's funny, I'm just kind of going (laughs) to recap a little bit on on a lot of this stuff that was mentioned, just so you know, everybody that listens to this, uh, watches this kind of gets a little bit of a gist and and hopefully not loses kind of the context of this. Because the first thing that kind of caught my attention, I'm kind of the SEO in our group, right? It's like I'm I'm the SEO expert that always kind of ha- hops on, does some education. But it was really funny. And Chris, we what on. is SEO? <laughs> Search engine optimization. There you go. All <laughs> oh, right, you know, students are learning something, right? So when he said that, it, it's very funny because one of the things that that is is important to know about any industry, any business, right? I think we can all agree that you got to be you got to be a life learner. I mean, we all come to the table with some kind of education, some kind of background. But if you're you shut yourself off to new information, you're shutting yourself off for opportunity, right? So one of the things that I can appreciate from Ohana Legacy, uh, Chris and Sal here is that they are life learners. They are true, true life learners, and they are not afraid to say, I don't know. They are not afraid to raise their hand. I don't know how many times uh, Sal would be on these calls. Chris would be on these calls with us, our trainings. And at the end of the call, uh, they're like, hey, you know what? Can I schedule a call? I did not not get any of that stuff, but <laughs> I sounded important. <laughs> so we would take the time to do that. The other thing on our end, something to kind of uh, look at what we do. And hopefully, right, I can appreciate what you said there in regards to being able to kind of be open and us taking the time um, is for everybody. You need to listen to your potential clients, right? You heard the, the, the uh, verb or the word avatar be, be thrown out by Chris, uh, to different avatars. For those of you that don't know, those are your, your target audience, right? Your target audience, your, who you're trying to market to. And if you are all over the place, there isn't a targeted clear message. So the message gets lost in the mix. So one of the things that um, we, we have kind of like tried to strategize uh, towards and help our clients towards is, is really narrow that down, because that will affect your entire marketing strategy, right? So that's something that uh, just going back to just being a life learner, right? Just keep that open because you guys are are the definition of that. Um, the other thing is, um, kind of touching on that is the the blue ocean strategy, right? really finding the the opportunity within a niche. So a lot of us go out there in this space, in this podcast we're talking about real estate and more specifically we're talking about real estate investing, right? Very, very specific. And then you can even find a niche within that niche. And that's something that I think uh, it took a little bit to get in there. And and I'm not saying that everybody has to go out there and they're going to find it right out of the gate. You might have to test a couple of those uh, micro niches, right? Um, And and see what works for you guys. Or at the end of the day, or or the real path is to see what of those micro niches speaks to you. And one of the things that I think uh, Ohana Legacy has done very, very well is they found that niche within a niche that speaks to them. Right. That speaks to them that they feel really, really good about that they they are proud to go out there, put out information, and want to help that particular avatar target market. Right. So I can appreciate that from you guys. And then um the final thing before I hand it over to to Sean here (laughs) to put in his two cents is I do want to kind of stress is having the strategy. So uh something that uh Chris and Sal here mentioned that's super important. Um, we go out, out there and we want to start a business, right? At the end of the day, um, a business is something that's going to provide uh, wealth and freedom for 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 a lot of us as as business owners, but we also want to do something that's providing a service to somebody else, right? That we're helping something to move forward, right? And in this case, we're helping uh, in a lot of cases, right? There's a lot of situations, but in a lot of cases, we're helping people that are maybe in a distressed situation or or just a situation that they have. A real estate uh, property uh, that they need to get, uh, you know, kind of offload, and we need to provide them good solutions, right? That they might have not thought about, and that's kind of huge there. But with that, we go out there and get all this information. You guys mentioned there's companies, educational platforms. I can go for days mentioning these platforms because Sean and I have been in this industry for for a while, right? So we've seen this time and time again, um, whether there is a lot of information, and I'll be honest, it's good information. But it's all over the place, and it's really hard when you don't have a plan of action. So another thing that has been great to watch you guys is to trust the process with us, right? So having those next – I just finished reading a uh, a book uh, called uh, Your Next Five Moves, right, Uh, by Patrick Bet David, and um, it's great because it basically preaches to what we preach uh, within our core values, right? It's like you need a process. If you don't have a process, you're not going to go anywhere no matter how good each individual task is that you're doing. If you don't put it in a row, right? You don't know your next steps. It's really hard to get to the finish line and then start what's next, right? Cuz it's never over. It's you're going to have your next steps. You get to that finish line, you you get your you accomplish that that milestone, but then you grow. You always have to stay hungry, right? You always have to stay uh, ready for that next big thing. And I mean with I mean just to throw it in there with COVID, you guys had to pivot everybody did every single industry out there had to pivot so it's good to have those processes those steps that plan of action what's happening next because if you have that then you can pivot no matter what's in front of you that way you can just
2: that's a great point um one of the things that made us shift right after march when you guys were here in houston and we got to really be friends i mean i think we spent a lot of time together and um we couldn't outlast Roger and Sean in terms of drinking, but we, we tried our best when we were in LA. I think not Chris just drinking. Record. Roger and I were working at yeah. Oh, midnight. Yeah. yeah. But That's you know, That's well, i got to well, say we were, <laughs> were working and we, they were, they were at a convention and Chris and I went there really to get help, but we wound up helping them. We were walking around, you know, pushing people towards the booth and, you know, uh, letting people know what, what good job it was. But that day was the day that you got us going in the right direction, because we realized after that day, we came back and we spent three or four days talking about who moved my cheese. (laughs) Okay. And it's a, it's an old story. And I remember training a bunch of my reps about this. Like, you know, the cheese has moved, it ain't coming back and you're going to starve or you got to go find the cheese. So where's our cheese moved to? And we're staring at our whiteboard, looking at all these. You know, we kept saying to Sean, "Yeah, we got a lot of lines in the in in, in lines in the water, and we can't wait." Well, nothing was happening, and we had to shrink down. And once we started shrinking down and getting that niche, um, that that's when things started to cook. So let's let's shift to some
0: juicy stuff. And before we do, I just want to say I'm I'm glad to have the Google Nader himself back. That was just probably the most I've heard him talk in I don't know two months. He smiled. <laughs> uh, it was good to finally hear some passion come back out of you. Yay. Roger. It was great. Um, but let's get into some juicy stuff. Obviously, you know, you guys have been with us now for a while. We've been talking a lot about that. Um, you you kind of bootstrapped it early on, right? You got started in our in our foundation package. You're trying to get on these calls, trying to learn this this whole other language and, and what the heck it meant. And you eventually kind of said, okay, enough's enough, time to get serious. And you guys kind of moved up into a, a little bit more robust package, one where Roger and the SEO team can kind of take all that off your plate and, and just kind of go to work for you. Let's start there. Talk about that decision and, and what kind of led into it? What was kind of the factors around it? Um, you know, we're here to talk real stuff about marketing. You know, what was some of the, the, the stress that might've been going around that? Or what, just give us a little bit of the background on that early transition from, I'm a real estate investor, not an SEO expert. I know this makes sense. I've tried to do it. I'm ready to give it to somebody else.
3: You want me to go?
2: Chris, please.
3: Yeah. So I think when that decision came from going from the most basic, start and to, to to upgrade essentially was we were started to get too busy being seo ex or trying to become seo experts quote unquote then we were buying and flipping homes so it was taking away the times that we needed and the stress and it was another learning curve it was just something that we essentially didn't really desire to have too much time for and we knew that these guys Knew what they were doing so we we're like all right let's upgrade let's get some of the stuff off of our plate so we could do what we do best and what we actually got in this business to do and that's talking to people and helping people with their homes housing situations and and let's just get it off our plate and that led to it and of course there can always something can always be done there's always something to be done there's always something in the on the long arm list of things to do but this helped freed us to that point and also we knew if we did not do this, it would be even slower because you know everyone's in a competitive market, right? Like, But realistically, there are markets that are a lot more competitive than others. We live in one of the major metropolitan cities in the South, Houston, Texas, and it is massive. That, and we get outgunned time and time again. We started just getting our name out there. That's what we wanted in the beginning, which I'm sure we're probably gonna talk about branding in a little bit. We just wanted to break the surface new to be able to do that, it's worth just upgrading. It's absolutely worth just upgrading. So that, that in a nutshell is what was our decision to
0: move upwards. So Roger, why don't you talk real quick on, on this piece? Cause obviously Chris, Sal, that you, you make that decision, you know, you're mo- you know, you know your time's being consumed with the wrong tasks and Chris, you're hundred percent right. When you say it's only going to be slower, but at the end of the day, SEO is still slow. Right, this is probably a misconception that a, that a lot of individuals out there have is, oh, I'm I, I'm doing this work. I'm you know, whether it's with us or some other SEO company out there, I'm paying to get SEO work done. I should be seeing results tomorrow, kind of thing. So, Roger, why don't you talk just a little bit about that kind of the that ramp up period? Because I don't want people to think that you guys made this switch and all of a sudden that's why you know we're having all this the success. Right. There's, there's a ramp up period in here. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about some of the other stuff that went into that time frame. Roger, just talk briefly on that and especially with some of the changes that you know are happening have happened and are planned to to come here in the future.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's a it's a really important topic because it's a it's a topic that just gets thrown around in regards to hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and hire an agency and do some SEO for me, right? Um and it, there's more to it, right? There there's when I talk about I don't want to kind of get too deep into w- what it takes or what what's in, you know, the tasks involved in and in running a an, uh, proper SEO campaign, because every industry is different. Every industry is looking for something a little different on how you brand yourself, how you set up your digital footprint for in this. So in this uh, case, we're talking about real estate investing. So just with with that, I mean, you can have a website and a lot of us, let's be honest, you go and you look up, we buy houses, sell your house fast, you know, cash buyers. You look at those websites and to be honest, we're all saying the same thing, right? And it's really hard to say something different because that, those are the key words essentially that are being awarded by Google. And those, unfortunately, no, or not even unfortunately, just the, just the, the nature of the beast. That's what people are looking up because if they're looking for cash they're so that's almost a brand. Uh, we buy houses, things like that. So that's what they're looking up to find cash buyers. So initially we have to make sure that our website has those type, that type of content on there, right? But at the end of the day, um, if everybody else is is saying that, then Google has to make a decision. So if it has a 1000 websites in a market, and it has to decide who's going to rank first, then that's where the next level of seo comes in right once you do your what we call on page and the on page meaning the actual website itself the page right um has the correct information the correct keywords now you're on to the next level now you need to be able to build that authority for that page and to solidify that you're a real company that you're a local company right and that you can provide some value so how do you do that you go out there and you start building pretty much um uh pretty much like content or or profiles we call them citations sometimes um even if you do like a press release or something those are assets outside of the website those are other websites on the internet that are talking about your brand those are signals those are basically brand authority signals for your brand which is that next level right so that's that's kind of like what you want to be doing and then the final part is now you have the traffic now what you, what do you do you still don't get leads that's realistic right john Sal, Chris, you guys, you know, and, and many, many keywords, you guys were still ranking well, right? We were looking at it. You were getting traffic, but guess what? Nobody's choosing you. What's the problem, right? What's the problem? Why are they not choosing you? Because they have so many other options. So that final step is kind of separating yourself from all the noise and being able to make sure that you're the only one they want to talk to. And how do you do that? It goes back to branding. The, the message that's on the, on, on the website, um, who you're targeting, right? Who your actual avatar, target market, who is that? Being very, very specific. And at the end of the day, the personalization of the website or the content, meaning, do you have a video on there? That's Chris and Sal talking about their process, right? Do you have pictures of projects that you have done in the past to show that you are really doing what you say you're doing? Things like that. So I'll go ahead and stop there, Sean. I know there's much, much more. We can go um, on, but it gives everybody an idea of where we're headed. Uh,
2: just just to add add into that, uh, when they started showing us, when, when REI Toolbox started showing us where we were ranking, uh, for example, in the Houston market, we were 38th. Now, not 38, but we're on the 38th page. <laughs> okay. We were on the 38th page. You know how depressing that is? <laughs> and, and we looked at each other, put our head, foreheads on the table going, what the heck are we doing wrong? I said, we're doing all this work. Well, we didn't, like Roger said, we didn't distinguish ourselves. We were saying the same thing. We buy houses fast. We buy houses with cash and you know, there were a million other people doing that. And that's when we knew we had to make the shift.
0: So that actually leads right to the next question, because when you guys, got started right go all the way back to the beginning of, of your real estate venture you got started like most other people that go to these guru events get sucked in whatever the case right you, you feel like oh, i'm gonna be a millionaire tomorrow i'll be doing 50 deals next month and um you know all i have to do is just tell people i pay cash for houses and i'm good right 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 it, it, today ohana legacy properties is completely different oh yeah right yeah. and Talk about that shift. Roger hit on this earlier, but you guys niched down in a niche, right? Right. Real estate is a a broad thing. Real estate investing is a broad thing. Saying we buy houses is a broad component. That's all the niche, right? But you guys have really kind of carved out a, a very niched focus inside of that niche, And we'll talk what that's done from a results standpoint here in a second, but talk about why that change, why the shift, why you chose the niche that you've kind of sub niched into. Talk a little bit about that.
2: We went back and looked at when we, when we were evaluating where our cheese went, so to speak. Okay. After the March meeting with you guys, we went back and looked and said, where are we getting our deals from? And then once we get them, how does that work? And, We came to a, a a light bulb came off. It was mostly elderly people or people that have lost a a family member and they didn't know what to do with the house. And we stepped in and because we had been through this personally ourselves, where each of us, you know, I've lost my parents and my, my, my in-laws and we went through that and Chris was, you know, younger, of course. But we came across as a family. We came across very sympathetic, and we realized that these people really liked this. We, and and we, we didn't realize it. We just thought it was part of the process. And Chris made it very clear it, we didn't come across transactional, like most people do. You know, most people get on the phone and say, "Hey, you got a house? Okay, and we're getting it right now because we're having an open house tomorrow. How, you know, it's for this much. Will you take less? You know, you know it's and 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 then they just hang up where we're like, oh, what's your name? You know, where are you? Oh, okay, I went to that school too, you know, and we're trying to make it more relaxing. But we found out that there's a certain part of this business that we we seem to attract, whether it's by accident or not, and that seems to be our niche, and, and it's just a natural way. It's easier for us to to help people than to just take something away from them. OK, a, a perfect example. And I'll let Chris fill in on this. We went to see a house. that was a probate house. And that's what we kind of did. And there was an investor group that was in there before us. Remember this, Chris? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we walked in after them. They invited us in. Hello, how are you? And the first thing the lady said to us was, you're not going to try to make me cl- uh, sign this contract right now, are you? <laughs> and we went, no, 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 no. We're not here for you to sign a contract. We're here to find out what's going on and what we can do for you. He said, well, yeah, this guy said he was going to take all our junk and throw it out. I said, "I said, well, this is not junk. This is your family's me- memories. And, and memories. And, you know, we both were saying this. And Chris was walking around looking for pictures. Oh, you or your are found out she was a what was it? She was a rollerblader or roller, roller derby. Yeah, she was a roller derby person. So she was the tough, tough girl. So Chris and Chris had a conversation with her about that. That's what we started realizing.
3: Yeah, and you know, piggybacking off that, we we took a long, hard look at our, like our values and core ethics. Like for for instance, our name Ohana it means family, and we we literally are family. It's me and my dad, and you know, my mom and uh, fiance, and some st- sometimes people do stuff in the background. So it just it's not so much that we like targeted down and be like oh, we're gonna use this. It just came natural and so we figured like hey well let's let's use this strength of ours to go into that specific niche of probate and to help these families cuz now there's been so many hours and times to where like we're sitting there and it feels like a therapy session it, it's hard like these people are going through some hard stuff like usually uh, a lot of times it's the provider of the home that's passed or a, you know a grandparent that's passed and they're in disarray they're just emotionally in disarray and we're able to come in there and we don't care about the number we don't care about the contract stuff in the beginning of course that's necessary but like how can we help these people that's originally what we got into this business for to begin with and don't get me wrong being transactional is not a bad thing at all but that's just not us it's it's more of how can we how can we help these people like there's times where I think three of, the deal, three of the deals that we've had so far, I will physically go in and help them move. Now, a lot of times we're taught, you know, by these large gurus, don't be the guy in there helping them move boxes. But what is it? What is two hours of your time to help this lady who's like 55 with back problems, who has no moving crew? And what is like, what is it? It doesn't cost anything. And it, it's fulfilling and it helps. We, want, we started this company to make a difference truly in our community. And of course we want to profit from it. Like it's the sweat of our labor, but how how far can we take this? And it wasn't happening within the, the standardized list of like pre-foreclosure. Like this is a different scenario, very different scenario. Of course it's transactional. Like the bank doesn't care whether you're a nice person or not. They don't care whether you're going to help them move box, boxers or not. They want their money and they want it now. So whatever the highest number is going to be. One of the things that Shana Rogers taught us is like specific marketing tactics to play to those strengths. So, we just essentially fell into this niche that is just fits us a lot more. So I mean what I would say is just find that niche right find what you like to do we, I love this stuff. I love the little family momentos, little cross stitching stuff you know like everyone uh, from everyone was born like the 1920s, 1950s cross stitch that's cool.
0: So, yeah, I think you nailed it right there, right? I've seen this far too long, Roger. I guarantee you've seen it too. You know, some whatever guy stands or gal stands on the stage and says, I've done all my deals by, you know, ripping off the bank and, and getting loans back in place and, and blah, 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 right? Or I've done all my deals because the best thing out there is, um, you know, code violations. And it's what happens. Every real estate person that hears that is like, oh, that's what we got to go do, right? We've got to be doing code violation. We got to do pre-foreclosure or whatever the case, right? You nailed it, I think, Chris, when you just said it became natural. You guys fell on this probate focus, making Ohana Legacy, the probate experts in the Katy and Houston areas, because naturally you feel comfortable you feel confident you get fulfillment out of it and i also love i mean everybody i've i asked this question the other day in our in our facebook group you know why did you why did you choose real estate as the business of choice and most people always answer back with well i wanted to make an impact and i wanted freedom for my my own self my family that kind of stuff right that's the that's the transactional side of it the profit side of it but for most most people, it's. I wanted to give back to my community. I wanted to help neighborhoods. I wanted to give back to the members of those those neighborhoods, right? I wanted to
2: to have a purpose for my business. But well, we're it was so even, even, blinded. Go ahead. Even even as simple as us when we do make a deal and we sign the contract and we shake hands, let me tell you something. We're not the. We didn't give them the highest price. Like you say, you know. If you're looking for the highest price, we're probably not the people to work with. I'm using exactly what Sean told us, and and the fact is is that these last three deals we got, we were we were the lowest by ten or twenty thousand dollars, but they still went with us because we because created they liked us and they trusted kind of us because of how we were. To the point where after we shook hands and we got the signed contract, one of the things we do is we say, uh, "What kind of flowers did your mom like?" What kind of plants did your mom like? And they tell us like, we're gonna make sure when we redo the front yard, we're gonna plant all those plants in there in the front. We'll send you a picture. Yeah, how, hard awesome. that? how hard is that? How
0: hard is that? You know. So Roger, I see you kind of acting like you want to ask. I I want to shift yeah, us to you, something. you know me. I don't I don't I don't
1: want to interrupt, to, but I'll take one minute just for a comment there because I think it was pretty important. You mentioned Chris. Uh, how long does it take? Two hours of your day to help somebody move in the heat. After selling, you know, you, you helping them through this process, right, and still kind of helping them move. I think a lot of the stuff, even what Sean said here, where we run into a lot of the, the experts, gurus that are out there teaching this more of a shark mentality and uh, showing you what they've done today, right, yesterday, last week. But what we miss is what, what, where were they? five years ago, 10 years ago, right? When it first started. And what we have to, to be realistic is you we can't compare ourselves to somebody that's been kind of doing this for, for 10 years, 15 years, right? We got to start at the beginning. And this is, I believe what's being missed and what you guys have picked up on is like, you are kind of getting momentum. You have to go out there and do those things that are said, oh, that's too much, right? Help them move, do every plant flowers, do whatever it takes. Cause that's going to solidify your brand. And that's the entire thing. Later, five years from now, you'll be, have, be able to have a process. It's no longer you planting the, the, right. the flowers or moving them out. You have a company that you're uh, outsourcing to already as you go through this process to still give that feel, but you added it to the process. Now it's automated. When you stand on a stage and you tell somebody that's what you're doing, everybody's going to be like, how are you doing that? But you don't get it. They don't get the beginning. You did that yourself right? when you first started. Then you had a process in place that made sense. But I think that's a, an important part that we're always comparing ourselves to somebody that's been in whatever you're doing for two, you know, for years, and it's your first week. It's like you have to start somewhere, which means you got to get your hands dirty, help out, do everything that you can to set yourself apart.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, we we are still digging out of the hole we had from the COVID and everything else. And, you know, we're certainly not, you know, going cra- crazy, but, but as Chris said the other day, you know, we see the light at the end of the tunnel. We see that we're headed in the right path. We're seeing that we're getting qualified leads, you know, where it's, it's, uh, it's falling in a lot, lot more natural and that's making us excited.
0: So I want to shift to, to that piece here as we get ready to kind of wrap down, um, the show and Roger I'll have you kind of get started first and talk more just from the the technical aspect because there really wasn't that much of a change but it was a massive change that Chris Sal and then basically the whole Ohana legacy brand kind of tweaked a couple of things and when I say a couple I mean we're really talking a word or two that's why I say it wasn't a lot Correct. but in reality it was a lot. Uh, so just talk from that that technical side.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's uh, it's it's more um number one, you have to have that burning desire in a certain niche, right? You want you have what I'm talking about, um, is that burning desire is like you want to you want to want to work in that niche, <laughs> number one, right? And I think that's what you guys did. What matters to you? You went and found and through through trial and error, maybe, right? Because you guys were, were, were at an event with us and you happened to be in one of the sessions and, and boom, it started the conversation and then you just float through it and you found that niche within the niche. So that's number one, trying to find that space within your niche that you're really um, passionate about. Number two, once you made that decision, and you're like, hmm, this might be a direction we want to go. You guys made the right choice in regards to then consulting with us and kind of saying, hey, we're thinking about going in this direction. What do you guys think? What did we do? It's all data. It was a data driven decision. Okay. We looked at the data. We looked at where you're at in regards to your overall authority, your rankings, right? Your SEO. Chris, you know this. (laughs) Um, But we looked at your SEO. We looked at a lot of uh, the keywords that you were ranking for. And then we went even further in that niche with our keywords. So, yeah, we buy houses, sell your house fast. We're still going after that. But then you made the tweak. The tweak was they went to a very specific avatar target audience. So we did the research around people that were looking for these type of keywords. We found them. And what we found out, at least in their market that the competition was lower, right? So what we did is like, Oh, in in regards to competition, I'm talking about search uh, people, SEO, other, other people going after Mm -hmm. those keywords. So what we did We changed a couple of the keywords on their city pages, um, which were targeted certain cities. And we went after that particular avatar using those keywords. So that's essentially what we did. And what we found is Google started awarding Ohana Legacy Properties um, for those keywords. Now they knew what you had done and what we had done together, right? Is solidify our authority that we're real estate investors and we want to help. But we want to help everybody. And when we made the tweak to we want to help these specific people in this situation, then we were the only ones there and you became the top authority in that space. And I can, uh, I guess I can confidently say because of the stories that you guys have shared with us um, in the last couple months is it's, that's what it took. <laughs> it's found finding that uh, niche within the niche and really kind of going after those keywords. So people, the right people can find your content online and then be able to have that conversation with you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. It was a lot of work, (laughs) but it was worth it.
0: Chris or Sal, whoever wants to take this, kind of um, catch us up now, because obviously you guys have been in this transition, you know, basically since the start of this year. It was moving a little slow, but just recently... Some things have started to change things are starting to click to roger's point google's finally starting to award it a little bit more they're starting to understand it right the fruits of this this labor of seo work constantly happening starting to pay off catch everybody up to what's kind of gone on in the last five six seven eight weeks uh with with you guys what do you got going on what's happened and then i'll ask the follow-up question behind that that leads into something else but start there
3: you want me to start are you dad go ahead chris so the past few weeks, uh, I'd say in the past month and a half, we have gotten um, three contracts because they were qualified leads and they called in from our website. They had found us through Google because every time a lead comes in and, and we we ask and we say, hey, now how'd you find us? Um, how did you how you come across us? And they, these responses were, I found you online and I searched to sell my probate home or I searched uh, Need Help Selling My Probate Home, and they they essentially looked through our website. One of the things that we were told about is to pay attention to specific pages by Sean and Roger to bring more attention to and to put more emphasis in those pages, so we did just that, and those ended up being the pages that actually were more looked at than others. Um, We can go into explicit detail if needed, but now we have gotten, we've gotten more qualified leads coming in than we have in almost almost an entire year and the the, the beauty of it is they want exactly what we offer they say you know I, after we signed everything and signed the contracts and on some of the closings already i said what was it about us that you like? and they said the things that we've been talking about like you know you're your family oriented right your your father and son we love that Th- these things speak to us and it's just it's worked in our favor. So we're in our phones ringing, let's put it that way. It's ringing more than it has the past month and a half than it had for,
2: since our conception, essentially. And, and, and the beauty of this is again, um, what made you go with us? And and they'd say, we love the father son attitude. We love the fact that you're a local company and you're not one of these big organizations. But we sell that. We sell that in our website. And what what REI Toolbox taught us is that everything's got to go through the website, and your re- website is your authority. It's your it's it's what people look at. And one guy who we got two deals out of, he he's we noticed on on I think it's I think it's We noticed that. He spent a lot of time on the uh, the About page, on how it works. Well, we wouldn't have thought about that. We, we, we would have thought it was just another page. But obviously, it's very important uh, when people are looking at the authoritative uh, level of of what you're talking about.
0: So, breakdown, I mean, you just kind of hit on it a little bit here. Uh, Chris, you kind of said there's there's two pages that have really kind of been kind of the the telltale story right every time you ask what kind of made your decision or how did you guys kind of decide to, to reach out to us it seems to stem back to a couple pages what are what are you guys seeing right now? what's been kind of the big the big aha moment that you guys have seen?
3: The about page that literally <laughs> it's you put it in context of it's like the redhead stepchild of everyone's website like it is neglected it's done once. And then neglected, but that is actually a crucial, important piece uh, because we had pictures, you know, of our family. Um, it's actually the engagement session that we put in there um, for that day. So there's like special moments, and there's biographies, like deep biographies, and of course it needs more work. But we noticed that is being looked at quite more than we would have expected because of our specific target audience. Secondly, would be the how it works page. Uh, we have a video, so you know we were pushed to do content, and rightfully so, we we did the content and it makes a difference. Um, it's awkward. It's all hell. Like being in front of the camera. I was just going to
0: say, it's not the best video. No. Let's, let's just no. be honest there. Well, yeah, it's it's, not, not, it's the not the best video. It is.
3: We got, we have a, this green sheet. that's like a, uh, it's like a bed spread sheet upstairs. <laughs> we have the lights, our electrical tape to the floor. And <laughs> I'm just do a tiny little bit of editing to put our logo in and stuff on those videos. And like it, it works, but almost that that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Like it's not too clean cut. It could be better. And in time, it will be better when we grow. But as of right now, that spot works. So the how it works, the about us page, and obviously the the main homepage. And that is a whole nother animal. that takes quite a lot of work. And like one of the things we did uh, when we got back from LA was look at every section and how it makes it user friendly.
2: And these guys- By have the way, list. we- we used the heck out of your uh, customer support while you guys were mountain oh, climbing. Yeah. We really busted them, but they they really helped us a lot. They're
3: awesome. Oh man, they're yeah. awesome! Shout out to Max, by the way. That man that yeah. is on
2: it.
0: We we do love Max. That is for sure. Max yeah.
2: keeps the support side rolling smooth. And, and, we, and we had to have some heart to heart talks about what he was writing versus what we were feeling, and we had to cross out a lot of stuff. But they were great at. at listening to the feedback, I think it kind of educated them to the, to the avatar, the two different avatars that we're playing with now. So, uh, nice,
0: uh, Roger, anything on that before I get into kind of this, this rapid fire session here at the end? Uh,
1: yeah, right? you know, I do, I do want to kind of mention a couple things that are going to be very, very important moving forward, uh, for everybody, everybody that has a website that's out there. Um, and, and some of the topics that you guys just brought up just kind of, takes us right into that that conversation so we're always um looking to to help people uh, online all all around all pieces of their business but in in general one of the pieces is getting a website right and uh, when you do go out there and get a website it's really hard to come up with content and content ideas and and really kind of figure things out exactly even when you choose a niche or a niche within a niche like ohana legacy properties has done here um so what we do really well is provide you inspirational pieces or starting points, right? So you get content packs, you get things that are that are going to get you going pretty quickly, and they're very optimized. Uh, a lot of those, uh, my team and I have, have spent many, many hours um, to put all those together so they get you in the race. I always kind of use that analogy. get you in the race when it comes to rankings, right? Are you going to rank number one? Well, if you're in a small, small um, community, small city, um, we've seen it. Oh, time and time again, you'll rank very well. But if you're in a more competitive market like Houston, a whole different story, right? It gets you in the race, gets you indexed, gets you going. But in most cases, you're not going to rank very well right out of the gate. So one of the things that we always encourage is to personalize this content. Personalize the the stock imagery that we put on there. Again, we call them inspira- inspirational pieces, starting points to get you, give you ideas of what should essentially go there, right? And then, obviously, we we coach every week. We have coaching calls um, with our with our clients and kind of show you. And the, and uh, Chris and Sal have been on there all. They're all on there all the time. Is to update certain pieces of the website to personalize those things. And the reason I'm I'm really kind of uh, mentioning that um here is because this has now become something very very important that it's not an option it's, it's something that you must do okay so the reason i say that is because google just released uh about now it's been a couple weeks and we say a couple weeks uh because they always kind of when they mention that they released an algorithm update to their to their algorithm on google it they've been testing they don't just release them they've been testing probably for months right so what's happening is uh, this particular update is called the Helpful Content Update. So what does that mean? The Helpful Content Update. So this basically just a couple of days ago was a big, big news. And our, our community with our peers in the SEO space, uh, our groups, it's, it, it's a noisy conversation right now. There's a lot going on. Uh, people kind of figuring out how they're gonna, what they're going to do. They're worried. They're, you know There's people like getting really freaked out. Well, I wanna let you guys know to not worry about that helpful uh, content update because there are things that you can do, all right? So things that you can do are a lot of the things that Ohana Legacy Properties has done here. Update your photos on your website. First thing maybe that you do is the easiest part, right? Because you don't have to write anything. You just go on your website, check it out, see if there's any opportunities that you can add a, a photo that you've taken, right? For real estate investors, us here, you should be looking at all your city pages. You should be looking at the how it works page you should be looking at your about page. Chris just talked about that. In our data it shows that people will go in those directions. That exactly. Not not necessarily in that order, but a lot of times they're going to find you on your city pages, right? From there, they want to kind of they look through the city page, want to see what you do, uh what kind, you know, what kind of uh authority you have, so a lot of those badges become very very important, right? When i say badges the Biz- Better Business Bureau is just a, a big one that I see a lot. Um, the the Google five-star reviews, right, badge that you get. Um, something like a, a local association that you're a part of or maybe a certificate, right, some kind of a certificate that you got in your particular niche that I know Chris and Stel have done and you put them on there. If you are maybe a part of an entrepreneur veterans group, they, they have badges. So all that stuff matters, guys, because that, that way you're connecting with people. So people want to see that right? But the content, the content itself, again, I mentioned it before, we're all saying the same thing. It's really hard not to say because you have to say it. You got to tell people what you do. We buy houses, right? We buy houses in different situations. We buy houses this. But within that content, tell a story. There's opportunities to tell your story. Why do you buy houses? Why did you get into this? Tell us a case study of a a situation that you were helped somebody out of um, in a certain city, right? Those are the ways you optimize or you improve and you personalize the content to make it helpful tell people what your process is in detail not just you know these are my three steps we start you i'm going to be this is how we start you we give you an idea but what we found out again years and years in this particular niche Sean and I we found out that everybody has a little bit of a unique process you should be sharing that to with your pretty much your traffic your audience your target audience of what that is not you know, sometimes it can get a little overwhelming in regards to every little step. But you you know what I mean, you can break that down into very consumable steps, right? That someone can say, Oh, all right, I get that. And that speaks to me sounds simple enough for me to do it. I'm going to go ahead and call these guys. So that is a couple things to, that you can make tweaks to. And again, I'm going to go over the pages real quick. So look at your city pages, right? Because those are the initial ones that will get hit. Those are essentially are the ones that are ranking very well. But then people will most likely either go to your about page. So make sure you have personal pictures of your family, you, um, your, your, your company. You know, if it's more people in your company, show, share that. Um, and, and the how it works page, show your process. And something that uh, Ohana Legacy Properties here has done very well is they have a video. So if someone wants to consume the information through reading some stuff, they can do that. But they also have a video talking. And, and it's not someone on Fiverr that got recorded, right? It's not. It's that. <laughs> who cares if, I know Sean gave him a little bit uh, of a hard time there with the video. Who cares? That speaks to people more than you going and hiring somebody else that's not you. Because when they call you, we're like, who was that? And they're like, oh, some actor, right? No, you're talking to Sal. You're talking to Chris. And that's the real person. We are in the social era, right? Everybody's on social media. They're doing it. They want to see you. The most famous people, right now in the world probably, are influencers. They're normal people. <laughs> they got famous by being out there and being themselves. So being yourself on your own a website, representing your own brand goes a long way.
2: I, w- I wish we would have <laughs> known that Sean and Roger told us to do that. They're personal. They told us to do that. And we didn't think about that. We, that's not something that was in our basic, quote, basic training. But, yeah, no, you're absolutely right on, Roger. Thank you. All
0: right. Let's have a little fun to to wrap us up here today. Um, Chris, you said you guys are getting more leads now than you've had in the last year. The last 60 days. What would you say? How many viable, highly qualified leads would you say have come in I tell
2: you right now. to the
0: business or so? Looking I'm,
2: I'm, I'm looking at my board because we keep track of it <laughs> uh uh it's it's about eight leads eight qualified leads in the past three months qualified where right you know we get off the phone we're going to see the house and we're like oh my god you know uh of those uh what have we gotten four four
3: yeah. four no, under eight, contract eight. we're working we yep. under contract working one
0: Yep. So three under contract, one in negotiation. So possible four out of yep. these eight. So 50%. 50%. Yeah. Let that sink in for a second. Hmm. 50% of the highly qualified leads you're either in contract or negotiating contract with. Yep. When we look at things like direct mail, you're looking at two, three, Five maybe right when i what, cold direct mail whole other right. ball game when we go right highly targeted direct mail but cold direct mail shotgun style right so eight leads and i'm, I'm more talking to the people listening to this out there the ones that are, are gonna you know watch this let that sink in i think sal you said it earlier in the in the show we're not getting as many leads Right, some people might go eight leads. That's it in in sixty days. Well, when you're putting four of those eight, put potentially four. Right, you got three under contract Absolutely. with a potential fourth. All right, and I don't want you guys to give away too much uh, detail or knowledge here, you know, or, or you know, granular stuff about the business. But on average, when you guys do a deal, what's a deal worth to you?
2: About thirty five
0: thousand. Yeah. So take thirty. We'll we'll play on the short side of things. You're you're sitting on ninety with a potential. For 4th <laughs> coming
2: in of 120
3: for 1.5 months. That's a one and a half months.
2: Yeah. But this is all built up again. So we're, we're looking at this. We're saying, well, what's going to happen towards the end of the year? Actually. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty dramatic. So actually you bring up a really good point there. Cause we talked
0: about this earlier in the show, right? A lot of people shy away from this because it's very slow going it takes some time to get some steam behind it. They're confused. They don't know what to do exactly. And they want, but I call it the Amazon effect. They want the instant gratification, right? They want to be able to do something. That fucking guru told me I could be a millionaire next year. I can't wait six months for the momentum because I supposed to be there next year. Right? So they go to the quick hits. Well, I can cold text my, you know what off and I'll eventually get somebody. Whereas over here, it's a lot of output for very little input until it clicks, and then it's—you know—Roger and I have talked about this for years. It's that flywheel effect, and pretty soon, you guys don't have to do too much, right? It kind of—it becomes that machine in the back end that's running. And it's always out there working at 2 o'clock in the morning for you.
2: And Lead vault's been great. I mean, that we use that as our basis for everything. And we're still learning it. Uh, but you know, I mean, uh, uh you know, it's it's just phenomenal to be and again, it, it does all the things that we know it does, and hopefully more.
1: I saw you unmute Roger before I yeah, I was going to make a comment. Make sure you're on the flywheel that keeps you going, that works by itself at night, not on the hamster wheel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that goes nowhere. He's just full of them today. Full <laughs> of Man. the good ones. Is that a gold yeah. drop, Is that a gold Is that
3: a drop on that one? I think
0: that. Uh, we could give him the gold drop, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, when he's rested, he's okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Anything, uh, actually I got one final question and then I'll let you guys sign off with any final thoughts. But, um, one final question I have to you is you've been in this game for a couple of years now. It, you've obviously had the roller coaster ride up and down, you know, things are starting to to look really good right now. Got some things kind of jive in. Hmm. Uh, I want you to, to picture and imagine for a second, you're, you're talking to the, the Chris and Sal that was just sitting in that quote unquote, free training. What do you say to that person?
2: I'd say learn everything you can, but there's one thing that they said that we didn't pay attention to that nobody pays attention to is you are in marketing. You are a marketer and you're going to have to concentrate on marketing. You're going to have to, they talk about the little black box, if you could put $50 into this black box on one end and it cranks out a thousand dollars, how many more times would you put that in? No one paid attention to that because they were talking about the process. The marketing side is so expensive, so expensive and so valuable, but they really don't teach you that. And it, we were doing trial by error. And the good news is we met you two guys and you helped us and we believed in you. And we are, When we said we're all in, we were all, I'm, I can't tell you in the background, when I say we were all in, we were all in, <laughs> okay? And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're continuing to move forward and uh, looking for bigger and better things.
0: Chris, anything you'd say to your past self?
3: Yeah, first of all, my past self would say, what the, how the hell did my future self get here? That's pretty cool I on a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I would say, yeah, I have to be cheesy on that one. Definitely, I would say f- learn everything on the foundation and, f- and try and focus to a category, not a niche, not, not a specific word, but focus in one direction and pay attention to that focus. And then honestly, I would say online presence is key, very key, very, very, I use the word when I describe it to people, vital, it's vital, it's absolutely vital. So that's what I would tell my uh pass South and I jump in the time machine, come back here. That'd be pretty cool.
0: Awesome. Roger, anything final for, for our boys?
1: Yeah, so I saved one for everybody. A, a, a last thing that I'm going to leave you guys with, and I did not, I purposely did not mention it in my process, the conversation that we had. It's a bonus uh, for everybody that's super important because sometimes, again, I talked about the five steps, right? The, the the five steps. So, what are your next five steps? Sometimes we try to jump ahead to step five before we even accomplish step one, right? So, what I want to leave everybody with that I think it's very important for everybody to do is to uh, get reviews, right? Get reviews for your company. But remember, you hear again the the the, the experts, the gurus, though that that's the most important factor. You have to get reviews. But how the heck are you going to get reviews when you haven't helped anybody? So get out there, set up your branding, do the legwork, right? Get some pictures on the website of projects you've done. I know not everybody has done a project and real estate investing hasn't done it, but you probably consulted with people. You've helped people through situations by giving them information. So when you go through that, you add that to your website, you add that to your social media, you share, you set that up. It's easier for somebody to be willing to give you a review. So reviews are very important, but it's not, it's, it doesn't work as well when you don't have your branding done. Cause that person that you might ask for a review or whatnot, um, they go on there and, and they're just not, you know, they're not willing, but when you have a, a set branding, what I've noticed is like, they feel like a real company that cared. And, and, you know, it reflects because re- if I'm going to leave somebody a review, I want to make sure it's a company that I, I want to be associated with because your name's attached to it. Remember that a lot of people that haven't worked on their brand, even though you might have given them value. They look at your online brand. I don't want to be attached. I know you helped me, Chris, but man, your online looks, your online presence looks like crap. I don't want to be associated with that, right? But when you have your 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 ducks in a row, you have your branding, you have you know a lot of examples, man. I want to tell the world. I want to tell the world that you helped me and I want to recommend them to you. So reviews, guys, get out there, work on your branding, then go to that step, then start asking for some reviews.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us here today. Uh, don't go anywhere. I'm going to push you to the to the backstage, but uh, when we end, we, we want to continue a conversation real quick. But uh, again, thanks for everything. Anything you want to say before you guys sign off to everybody? He's muted. Sometimes he does He It took him all show to have that happen. You're muted, Dad. This happens all the time, folks. On our uh, on our trainings.
3: Anyway, basically, thank you guys for having us, and thank you everyone who is listening. And hopefully, you got something out of this. And you know, by all means, we're not the highest success example, but we are an example of putting in work and actually
2: having a plan of action going forward. And you can make some awesome things happen. And that's what I want to leave with. And and besides that, Sean and Roger are really good guys to hang out with.
0: <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, we'll have to have you back on maybe in six or seven months and, and kind of do uh, where they're at now kind of episode. So we'll, uh, we'll chat here in a second. Hang on before you guys jump off. Uh, all right. So for the web buzz podcast coming finally back, that was a pretty good episode. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, it's a lot of good information, a lot of good shares. Um, I mean, can't be better starting kicking it off with these two guys, just killing it out there. I mean, uh, the true, true. I mean, this is uh, one of the things that we talked about coming back, right? The real talk around real estate investing marketing, right? Uh, Just being true of the process, what it takes to get to that goal. And I think, these. I mean, this episode is nails that. Absolutely. So until
0: uh, next week, we are committed to getting this show back up and going. You'll see more shows like this one, some of our clients coming on, you'll see some other shows like we did in the past. You'll probably see some shows where Sean or Roger just goes on a complete rant uh, and talks real, real talk, but, uh, we are back. And if you haven't already, if you're listening out there on Apple podcasts, Spotify, any of those, if you haven't hit the subscribe button to subscribe and know when new shows come out, do that. If you're the type that prefers to watch you're here on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe to the channel turn that notification bell on all those things. So that you get notified each and every time we throw another video out there, but uh, thanks again, Google Nader. It's glad, I'm glad to have you back. Glad to have you in that podcast. Glad
1: to be back, man. Glad to be back.